what is the absolute best position for sleep when it comes to reversing or slowing the signs of aging, improving your overall health, minimizing aches and pains, or specifically relief from back and shoulder pain? What is the ultimate sleep position for a chiseled face? Well, if you're seriously confused, how it is you can't even sleep the right way. Like even sleep is something society and social media has told us we've messed up. We can't get it right. Or maybe you know your current sleep position is causing a lot of problems, but you just don't know how to break that sleep habit. This episode is for you. My name is Shaleen Johnson. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Thank you for listening on whatever app is appropriate and convenient for you. Let's talk about sleep. About a year ago, the Mayo Clinic released a study announcing or declaring that for overall health, the best sleep position is to sleep on your side. However, if you looked deeper into that study and their findings, their suggestions, it's more complicated than that. And I think that's one of the reasons why we're so confused by the different messages you hear in social media. I know for myself personally, I'm like, wait a second, this person says it's sleeping on your side. This person says it's sleeping on your back. Almost everyone agrees that sleeping on your stomach is not the best position. However, in some instances, it might be the best position. I'll reveal why. Let me start by stating the obvious. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a chiropractor. I'm not a kinesiologist. I'm just a person trying to figure out how to sleep, trying to like look my best and feel my best and get great sleep. Because great sleep, we know ultimately, is the key to aging slower, is the key to overall health, is the key to cognition, is the key to improving symptoms and signs of ADHD. So like sleep is critical. And I think one of the reasons why we're so confused by all of the information out there sometimes that conflicts is because we've categorized sleep into three positions. Think about it. The only positions you'll ever hear are stomach sleeper, side sleeper, and back sleeper. But if you actually talk to people about the way they sleep, if you ask someone, hey, show me how it is you sleep, there's about five to 10 different variations of each of those three. And depending upon the variation that has become your sleep habit, you may have taken what would otherwise be an unhealthy position and you've made it healthier. Or you may have taken what's considered the best sleep position, that being side sleepers, and you may have actually, because of the way you side sleep, you're causing your shoulder pain. It's the reason why you have a backache. It's the reason why you have like permanent wrinkles and more jowls on one side of your face. Where you place your arm, how you position your knees, the position of your neck, the way you turn your head in any of these positions, and where you place your tongue has a very significant impact on your sleep and how it's going to impact like your physicality and your aches and pains. This whole conversation here on The Shaleen Show started when I started telling and sharing with people things that I was doing to help improve my dental hygiene. I was a mouth breather. I had extremely dry mouth. It always was uncomfortable. I was always losing my voice. It had an impact on my oral health. I did a video about that about a year ago. And a lot of people suggested that what I had learned to do, aside from just mouth taping, that it accidentally changed the shape of my face, it was not something I set out to do, was that I had been doing something called mewing and mouth taping and sleeping on my back. So it's a whole combination of all those things. I did a follow-up video that you can watch on YouTube here, or you can listen to that episode, which we've linked in the show description. I did a follow-up video kind of like explaining like, hey, I now realize it wasn't just one thing that changed the shape of my jaw. It was like, I don't know which one it was, but it was the things that I did differently over the course of a year was 
I focused exclusively on breathing through my nose and not my mouth. I did mouth taping until I trained myself to sleep with my mouth closed. Game changer. I also started sleeping on my back and I incorporated facial lymphatic massage a couple of times a week. I did all those things at once. Unfortunately, I didn't do one for a whole year and then look at the before and afters. I did all those things. So I don't know which one has had the biggest impact on the change of my facial structure, but I know that it was difficult to train myself to sleep on my back. All right. So the first thing I want to say is that I think what's made the biggest difference in my health overall is breathing through my nose. So if you want to figure out the best sleep position to improve your health, let me just say, start with breathing. Like start with breathing through your nose. Please go back and listen to one of those previous episodes that I did. I think probably the, you know, to cut to the chase, probably the best one for you to listen to is the one that I did where I talked about the changes over the course of a year and all the things that I did, including mewing, taping the mouth, you know, really focusing on breathing through the nose and how breathing through our nose changes the structure of our face. Most all my life, I have been a side sleeper. Specifically, I sleep on this side of the face. So it's my right side of the face that I sleep on. And I could tell that I was starting to, as I'm aging, I could really see a big difference. Like in my pictures and videos, I could see that that eye was becoming more hooded. I noticed that that side of my face, my jowls were more pronounced. My ear on that side of my face listen, I don't know if I just never noticed this. At about age 45, I'm like, wait a second. Everything on this side of my face is like drooping. And I always slept on my right side of my face. I mean, like I, if you told me I had to sleep on the, on my left side, I would just be up all night. Even in my mind, if I flipped over onto that side, because like maybe my arm was falling asleep, tell me if you do this. I start repeating to myself, I don't know why you're doing this. You're never going to be able to fall asleep on this side. What are you doing? You're just wasting time. You're just prolonging the time before you ever fall asleep because, girl, you can't sleep on this side. Like all of these thoughts would go through my head. But then as I started noticing, like that side of my face was like really like drooping more. I'm like, well, that makes total sense. Think about smokers. Just the act of pursing your lips can create wrinkles around your lips. So imagine like smushing your face like I was really a face smusher. Because actually, now that I think about it, I wasn't sleeping on my side. I was sleeping on my stomach with my head turned to that side. So then I'm like, okay, so I guess I need to learn how to sleep on my back. Because even sleeping on my side, I'm still going to be smushing that side of my face. So I tried and I bought all of the expensive pillows. I want to give you this advice. This is just my advice. Again, I'm not an expert. I don't recommend you buy any of those pillows until you figure out what works for you. I think they're a waste of money. And I can explain why. But I bought hundreds of dollars worth of pillows. And for the first couple of nights, I'd be like, oh, I found it. Hallelujah. This is my solution. And then after a couple of nights, I'm like, yeah, it's not working anymore. If your name is not Janelle, then this doesn't apply to you. Actually, it really does. But the reason why this is for Janelle is because we are on this group chat. It's my sister. It's me. And it's like seven or eight or nine other of my girlfriends. And don't ask me why. But we started talking about different symptoms that some of us are having because we are of a certain age. And my sister was like, oh my gosh, I am such an idiot. I just found out that I was taking the wrong type of magnesium. And she was talking about the magnesium that she was taking and that, you know, did you know that there's more than one type? And I'm like, does this girl even listen to my podcast? Does she not know that I've been talking about magnesium now for like, I don't know, a month? So Janelle, if you're listening and anyone else, 
which is 75% of the population that is deficient in magnesium, there is a supplement that I've found that contains all seven unique forms of the magnesium that your body should be making, but it usually doesn't make enough or you're not eating enough of the right foods to properly create that magnesium or to absorb that magnesium. So this is a supplement that has all of the seven critical forms. And magnesium is pretty much responsible for every function in your body, from your brain to your sleep, to your bone density, pain, inflammation, friggin' all of it. And it's the only full spectrum magnesium supplement that actually has all seven forms, at least that I could find, of the magnesium that you need. The company that makes it is called Bioptimizer, and the product is called Magnesium Breakthrough. And the makers of Magnesium Breakthrough are giving listeners of my show, which is you, 10% off. And all you have to do is use code Shaleen, but here's the link, magbreakthrough.com. Okay, I'm going to spell it M-A-G, like mag, like magnesium, magbreakthrough. I'm not saying mag, mag as in magnesium, magbreakthrough.com forward slash Shaleen, and then you enter the code Shaleen. I will definitely put it at the top of our show notes, and don't forget to use code Shaleen for your 10% off. I'm telling you, it makes a huge difference to the way you feel and the way your body functions. magbreakthrough.com forward slash Shaleen. But I bought hundreds of dollars worth of pillows, and for the first couple of nights, I'd be like, oh, I found it. Yeah. Hallelujah, this is my solution. And then after a couple of nights, I'm like, yeah, it's not working anymore. So personally, I use one little tiny special pillow. I'll talk about it, but I don't know if that's going to work for you. But I tried to teach myself how to sleep on my back. And once I started mouth taping, this may or may not be true for you, but once I started mouth taping, I actually found it easier to sleep on my back because it forced me to like tilt my head up just slightly, not like out of alignment, but like put my head in alignment versus like this when I was sleeping on my side and my chin would be all scrunched down into my chest. Something about sleep on my back, it just like opened up my airway. It forced me to breathe slower. It forced me to relax. And I found that once I mastered keeping my mouth closed while I was sleeping and placing my tongue in the roof of my mouth, that I could fall asleep on my back much easier. However, like most people will tell you, even though I would start on my back, Somewhere in the middle of the night, I would end up on my side. I would wake up in the middle of the night and think, okay, I can't fall back asleep on my back even though I tried. And so I've thought, okay, this is at least a good thing that I'm learning to sleep part of the night on my back. And then I had a surgery. I had breast reduction almost a year ago. And when you have a breast reduction surgery, you cannot sleep on your stomach. And I, I couldn't sleep much on my side anyways. So I was forced to figure out how to make sleeping on my back something I could do all night long. I had to. And if you've ever had any kind of surgery that forced you to sleep in one position, like maybe even you you broke your arm or fractured your shoulder or you had an abdominal surgery or appendicitis, like whatever it is, if you've ever had been forced to sleep on your back, you know you can do it. And what most of us end up doing when you're forced to do that is you create a fortress of pillows. Like I became the pillow princess. I would take a, a series of pillows and create about a 45 degree angle. So I'm sleeping slightly upright. Now, if you have the luxury of a bed that actually lifts or tilts, that's fantastic. I've also seen people suggest putting blocks under the head of your bed. Now, of course, that's going to impact your partner if you're sleeping with the partner. Hope you're having fun with that. But 
for you, for both of you, it could improve your overall sleep. So anyways, I built that with pillows because at the time we were traveling and I was staying in an Airbnb. So like I couldn't really bring in a bed that, anyways, so I built that ramp, if you will, that angle, that incline with a series of pillows. And those pillows have to be pretty firm. So I found that like the kind of pillows that work really nice to create that are either um, decorative pillows because they're really hard, right? So like you you don't have to use as many bed pillows if you put like a decorative pillow as your base. And then on top of that, a softer pillow to kind of like make a cushion for that 45, not 45, but like, what is it? I don't know, 20, 30 degree angle. Listen, I'm not an architect and I didn't do great in math. It's an angle, an angle that you're comfortable with. Then the other thing I found is that, and I'm just sharing what I did. I needed my head cushioned on both sides. Otherwise, my head would flop to one side and it'd feel unsupported. And I needed that like really kind of tight. So what I did is I took, it's called the My Pillow, and it's the travel version. I'm sure there are knockoffs, but it was a, a pillow small enough to put under the nape of my neck so that my head was in proper alignment. And if I turned it sideways and laid my head into it, it kind of became like a fortune cookie shape. It created like a taco around my ears. So it kind of like held my head in place, held my neck in place. And it also kind of deadened the sound. Now, this is something, I don't know if this is going to work for you. I don't know if this is true for you. But what I found is part of the reasons why I couldn't stay asleep at night on my back is because I really like when my head is turned to the side that I don't hear anything on one side. The sound is muffled. And the other side, I would usually put like something over it too. So that's what was missing when I was sleeping on my back. Again, I'm sharing what worked with me. So once I could create like this muffled sound over both of my ears by putting a pillow behind my neck, this little tiny pillow, which by the way, is super convenient to travel with, then I started finding, okay, this is getting much more comfortable. However, my arms, were, I didn't like know what to do with my arms. So then I put a, a small pillow under each arm and a little pillow under my knees. Because I'd watched a video that said that makes it like less pressure on your back. So I put that pillow under my knees, put the two pillows under my arms. I've got a ramp behind me, so I'm sleeping at an angle. And I've got the mini pillow right underneath my neck turned sideways so that it creates like a, almost like a brace around my neck. And voila. I was able to sleep entirely through the night. I will say, eventually, the pillow under my knees didn't work for me. I didn't need it. It didn't bother my back to not have it. So all of that to say, if you're trying to shift your sleep position onto your back, it takes experimentation and it takes patience if you've got a partner because literally, it's almost ridiculous how many pillows I had to have in order to train myself to sleep on my back. Once I was able to do that for about eight weeks, I didn't need as many pillows. But even today, I still find that like if I'm really struggling to fall asleep, I still kind of need those pillows under my arms. But I think we're all so different, right? That's why there's so many different sleep positions. So I don't think there's one right way to learn how to do this. I just want you to know. And I also don't think that there's only one right sleep position. And we're going to talk about all of those in just a moment. But I do think that all of us, like the way our bodies are, you've got to figure out what feels right for you and how to transition into a new sleep position. I hope what I'm about to say makes you feel much better about whatever sleep position you have. It has become your habit or that you want to choose. If you are not getting good sleep because you're trying to force yourself into a different position, that's never a good idea. If you're losing sleep because you're trying to break a habit, ultimately, that's going to have a bigger negative impact on your overall health 
than you trying to switch your sleep position. A couple of weeks ago, I mentioned on the show that when I went to go get my nails done, the nail tech was like, when did you have these done? Because it looks like they haven't grown out at all. Like I, I didn't need a fill. Also, I was able to go like almost seven weeks before getting my hair highlighted because my hair hadn't grown. And I'm like, what is different? I realized what it was. I had stopped taking my collagen because we were traveling and I forgot. Well, thanks to my friends at Organifi who were listening to the show. My problem is solved. They sent me my favorite unflavored collagen. Now, the reason why I use an unflavored collagen powder is because I mix it in with my water and my other supplements. It has no flavor. And that's how I make sure that I get enough collagen to get my hair growing and my nails growing again. That's the only thing I'd done different in the last whatever, seven or eight weeks. What is collagen? It's the most abundant protein in our body. Everyone makes it. We should be making it. You need it for your blood vessels, your muscles. You need it for hair growth. You need it for nails. You need it to have stronger bones. But collagen literally is the glue that holds all of our parts together. And it's something that is going to improve your gut health. It helps your metabolism. It helps you to build muscle. It helps your cardiovascular health. And most of us are not getting enough. So if you use an unflavored collagen powder, you can mix in your morning coffee. It literally doesn't change the taste at all. You can put it in your smoothie. You can put it in your water. You can put it in your yogurt. You can put it in just about anything. It literally has no taste. And Organifi only uses real food ingredients. As a listener of the show, you get 20% off. I want you to try their collagen. Go to Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen and then enter code Shaleen for your 20% off. Again, that's Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen. If you're losing sleep, because you're trying to break a habit, ultimately that's gonna have a bigger negative impact on your overall health than you trying to switch your sleep position. I wanna share with you some suggestions on how to make almost any sleep position a little healthier. So first of all, I wanna say sleeping on your back might not be ideal for you if you're someone who has sleep apnea, if you are a mouth breather. And a lot of people don't know that they're mouth breathers. I'm like, dude, you don't. I mean, at night he doesn't. And, you know, listen, you can only control yourself, right? But if you are not 100% positive that you're breathing only through your nose at night, then sleeping on your back might not be the best position because your tongue then falls to the back of your throat, changing the position of your jaw, sometimes obstructing the airway. And that's what causes a lot of people to snore. So if you're someone who snores, if you're someone who has sleep apnea, sleeping on your back might not be the best position. Let's talk about shoulder pain. Recently, I started experiencing like extreme shoulder pain while we were traveling. And it was after traveling and staying in uh, family members' homes where, you know, you don't want to bug them and say like, hey, yeah, I know we're just staying here and freeloading at your place. Can I get like eight pillows? You know, so you just, you get what you get. You don't throw a fit. And so there were a couple of weeks where I slept with just one pillow. And so I, I couldn't fall asleep on my back. So I shifted back to my kind of a hybrid of a stomach side position, right? And what I was doing was I was shrugging my left shoulder all the way up to my left ear. I'm sleeping on my right side of my face and my left arm, which is the arm on top, I was pulling all the way up to my face, contracting the trapezius muscle, putting that shoulder in that forward position, kinking my neck, like all these things. So I was in excruciating pain. I was like, I need shoulder surgery. I must have torn something. Like, this is so painful. Like, I can't even tell you how painful it was. It, 
made no sense. I'm like, I didn't even think that it was sleep. I was like, I must have torn it doing something and didn't realize it. I go to the chiropractor. I found a chiropractor while we we're traveling. And he said, let me guess, you've been sleeping on your side. I said, how'd you know that? He goes, someone comes in here with extreme shoulder pain. 99% of the time, if I ask them how they sleep, they are a side sleeper or they're, they're pulling or doing something weird with one or both shoulders. So you can have shoulder problems from the shoulder that you're sleeping on, and you can have shoulder problems from the shoulder that's exposed or up in the air. The key to improving that is keeping your shoulders in alignment. So if it's shoulder pain that you're experiencing on the shoulder that's down towards the bed, one of the techniques you can employ is by putting a very small pillow under your rib cage or right underneath your arm. So you're creating a little like, almost like a hollow space, if you will, for that arm. If, however, the problem is that you pull your top shoulder in front of you, that pulls the shoulder forward, creating an imbalance in your shoulder, creating an imbalance in the muscles, and it pulls your shoulder out of alignment. Literally, and I don't know how you feel about chiropractic care, I love a good kinesiologist, but literally he was like, okay, hold on, and he like held my elbow and went, and like pushed my shoulder back, and I'm like, Dude, dude, are you freaking kidding me? Like it was immediate. I couldn't lift my arm up even a little bit. And the second he did that, I was like, what? This is crazy. And so, of course, immediately I'm like, I need to create. I need to go back to sleeping on my back. And the moment I went back to sleeping on my back, it improved. I will tell you it's not 100% better because, again, we're traveling and I, I can't create that pillow fortress. For me, the pillow fortress is the key. Back to side sleepers. If the problem is lower back pain when you're sleeping on your side, one of the things you can attempt to try is putting a pillow between your knees. This, hear me clearly, you might try some of these things and it doesn't work for you. And the reason why it doesn't work for you is because you've used the wrong pillow. You've got to figure out the right pillow. Personally, I love the pillows that you can mush them into place and they stay that way. That's why I love the MyPillow brand. I'm sure there's other people or other companies that have copied their technology, but like that technology, you can like push a pillow into any position you want and it like stays. I like the medium firmness and I love my pillow travel. Like I, I would not be able to sleep without my my pillow travel pillow. I think it's key. However, what type of pillow have you found to be like the game changer for you? Tell us the name, tell us the brand and tell us what it helped you to do. Like did it help you to sleep on your side? Where do you put the pillow? Is it under your back? And how long have you used it? Because I, I don't want to hear from someone who like just bought a pillow and it's only been a month. Like Talk to us after you've been using it for like six months before you talk the rest of us into spending a bunch of money we don't need to spend. How do you make sleeping on your stomach healthier? Huh. Well, I have to say, that is almost universally what people consider to be the worst sleeping position. However, if you're going to do that, the key is not smooshing your face, having proper airway, and trying to create a hybrid of that so that your neck isn't kinked as much as it is if you're just like sleeping flat on your stomach. So I'm going to share with you what I've done in the past when I don't have my fortress of pillows and I, I kind of need to go back to my old sleeping habit position. What I do is I fold my, my pillow right up so it, it's all kind of like under my neck. It keeps my neck in alignment. And then I sleep with my the front part of my face off of the pillow. Imagine that the pillow stops at about where your eyebrow and temple are. So you're kind of propped up on it, but your face isn't smushed into the pillow. And ladies, if you wear lashes, that's a must. I have so many friends who are like, I can't wear 
either like these are DIY lashes. I love Lashify. I'm trying a new brand of the actual, what are they called? The lash part. I love Lashify's glue. For whatever reason, they won't sponsor the podcast. So I really shouldn't even talk about them. But anyways, somebody recently, one of you sent me lashes to try because you're launching a company. And listen to me, I can't find any of the information you sent to me. You sent me your lashes, but the lashes don't have your branding on them. I can't find your website. I can't find your name. And the lashes are really, really good. So if that was you, please, please, please reach out to my team and tell me that it was you. You can send an email to Show at gmail.com and say, it was me. Because your lashes are literally amazing. I like them better than Lashify. And I'm happy to shout you out, girl. For the life of me, I can't find any of the information you sent. I just have your lashes. I discovered a bar that I'm so excited about, you guys. First of all, I had heard that Maria Shriver and her son, Patrick Schwarzenegger, were in the process with neuroscientists developing a bar that was specifically formulated to have all the supplements you really need for brain function. Like these are the supplements that we, you know, if you've done any research on how to prevent Alzheimer's and lifestyle changes, these are the most important supplements to to have. Anyways, I heard that they were developing this protein bar. I definitely wanted to try it, even though I'm always a little skeptical. I just had in the past been kind of turned off by the taste of protein bars. So I had them ship them to me. I tasted them. I am not kidding. I'm not even exaggerating. You guys, these are the best freaking protein bars I've ever had. I'm not even joking. And this is the part that's going to blow your mind. They have less than one gram of sugar, less than 160 calories. Would you like to eat a delicious bar that is chocolatey and peanut buttery and crunchy? Um, yes. And proceeds go to the women's Alzheimer's movement at the Cleveland Clinic. Um, triple yes. Am obsessed with this bar, but they've got like six other flavors. They've got cookie dough, peanut butter crunch, chocolate crunch, blueberry almond crunch, lemon white chocolate crunch. That's the one I'm going to try next. Listen, we're all busy. You're on the go. You're going to the gym or you're just trying to like live your best life. You're in your car and you're thinking about going through a drive-through. No, don't do it. Keep a mosh bar in your car. Mosh protein bars will keep your body fit and fueled and feeling good and I might add, it's a great way to support the show and Alzheimer's research. I am so proud to have them as a sponsor. So please take advantage of your 20% off plus free shipping. Go to moshlife.com, order their six count trial pack. You'll get 20% off plus free shipping on that six count trial pack. That pack includes all the flavors and they are delish. Mosh is spelled M-O-S-H-L-I-F-E, moshlife.com forward slash lean for your 20% off. And I'm happy to shout you out, girl. For the life of me, I can't find any of the information you sent. I just have your lashes. Okay, back to lashes, back to faces. So let's face it. If your face is smushed like this, it is going to droop on one side. It's going to destroy your lashes. And I don't know if that's an issue for me, but for you, but for me, that is the reason why I can go with these DIY lashes for 10 days. I also think it's a reason why this eye, I mean, it's still, I think my right eye is still a little bit more hooded than my left, but why wouldn't it be? I've been sleeping on that side of my face for 50 years. So if you look at the before and afters though of the last year, you can see that my eyes are less hooded. And I personally believe that has a lot to do with sleeping on my back then there's more drainage backwards as opposed to just like pooling on one side of my face. Think about it. We are in bed. 
for 33% of our lives on average. So imagine 33% of your life, you're smushing one side of your face. That's not cute. That's not going to help the aging process. And not to say that any of us need to be perfectly symmetrical, but when you notice like one side of your face is aging a lot faster than the other, you might want to change your sleep position or at a minimum, improve your sleep position. To summarize, there isn't one perfect sleep position for every person. Getting quality sleep is far better than trying to force yourself into a new position. If you are trying to establish the habit of a new sleep position, be patient. Don't invest in a ton of pillows, but try a bunch of pillows that you already have. Don't give up. Be creative. And lastly, don't beat yourself up. I mean, I don't think anybody sleeps in one position all night long. And remember, if you're trying to change your current sleep position habit, even if you can improve the number of minutes per night that you're in a healthier position, that's better than nothing. So you don't have to have that all or nothing mentality. A little is better than none. At the end of the day, don't get all caught up in like, what is the best way to breathe, the best way to sleep, the best way to eat, the best way to walk, the best way to work out? The what is it fats? Is it carbs? Uh, like all of this crazy obsession around longevity and health. I mean, obviously, I dig it. I like it. But I, I don't obsess over it. If I can't do it perfectly, who cares? If I can do it a little bit, that's good. And I phase a lot of these things. Like that's a whole concept that I want to talk to you about. Like you don't have to do something indefinitely or you're a failure. That's why I love the concept of phasing. I phase my diet. I phase my workouts. I phase my sleep. I phase my habits. Like phasing is like the ultimate way of giving yourself grace and approaching these things from a healthy mindset, in my opinion. Like we're so obsessive about things and it just can make you feel like, well, is there anything I can eat? Is there anything I can do? Is there anything in the world that isn't toxic? I guess I'll just eat air and only breathe through my nose. Like it can make you crazy. All of the different ways that you hear biohackers and even yours truly talking about optimizing your overall health and longevity. But at the end of the day, like some is better than none. You do not need to take an all or nothing mentality. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I really appreciate you. I thank you immensely for taking a moment out to write a review or drop your feedback. Just sending this episode to somebody else is how we help spread awareness. And I just want you to think of that, if you don't mind, as my tip jar. That would mean the world to me. And of course, when you show love for our sponsors, that also means a lot because these are very trusted, carefully selected, carefully curated sponsors. I'm very, very picky. And that's because I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon.